listening to the Lakeland Podcast. I'm your host, Ray G, and I want to thank you guys for tuning in today. Um, I got up this morning, and it's probably like 6.30, 6 a.m., around that time. Probably not 6 a.m., more like 6.30. And I just had a bunch of shit going on in my head. Y'all, a bunch of shit. I had to get this shit off my chest. I got to writing these show notes. Because I just had, I was so filled up with shit to say in my head. And I was just like, I got to get this shit out. I can't wait to do this show when I get off work. So here I am. And without further ado, we just going to jump right into this show. And I want to start this off by going into a little bit about the Pacers game. And the reasons why, the reason why I want to go into the Pacers game a little bit is not because, oh, I missed it for a show. Um... But because I feel like this game gave us a little bit of an insight of what was going to happen for the Bucks game. Um, a lot of the things that the Lakers did in the Pacers game, they also did in the Bucks game. And the same outcome, but uh, in a different way. So let me get to this Pacers game. And like I said, I'm just going to briefly sweep over it. And I just want to get to a couple of the key points. And one of the key points that happened in the Pacers game that also happened in the Bucks game is turnovers. That shit has been killing our asses for the last past couple games. We can't. We got to fix that. 19 turnovers, 22 turnovers. I believe we had a lot of turnovers against the Atlanta Hawks too. No, that ain't it, fam. Fix it and fix it now because if we don't, that's going to create a badass habit that we do not need. We don't need those kind of habits in our life, y'all. We don't need that shit. So, I think that's an easy fix. Be careful with the ball. Tighten up your dribble. Don't be so careless. Don't give these lazy-ass passes. You know, um, be careful, man. Just just uh, care more about your possessions at the end of the day. And in that game against the Pacers, we turned the ball over. We couldn't shoot the ball. Braun just didn't really show up in that game. I feel like maybe he was tired. We didn't have AD. Um, Dwight gave us 20 points. That wasn't it. We did give ourselves a chance in that game. And I'm real pissed off about that game because I feel like we should have won that game. Why the fuck did Rondo shoot that three? I don't know. Why was Rondo in the game? I don't know. But we're going to get on Rondo and LeBron on the court together at the same time. A little bit later when we get in, um, get in on this Bucks game. But yeah, that Pacer game kind of gave us a little insight of what we was going to get for the Bucks, I really thought that they was going maybe I thought that maybe they overlooked the Pacers and that's why we lost that game. We probably didn't take them serious. Uh we was ready to play the Bucks, you know, that's what we was looking forward to and uh shit, I don't seem like that was a damn case either. I don't know. Maybe they just was trying to get back to Lala. You know, I would want to go home too, you know, at the end of the day after being on the road for so long. So, I get it, but you know, this is your profession. This is your profession. This is what you get paid to do. You know, we don't want to go to work all the time, but we got to, you know, and shit. It's a part of life, and you guys get paid millions of dollars to do so. I got to sit in my desk, and I'm not getting paid nowhere near the money that they getting to sit here and produce and come to work all the time. So um, I get it. I get it, and I, but I don't get it. But, I mean, that's neither here nor there. That's off topic. So... Um, yeah, just the Buck, not the Bucks. I'm sorry, the Pacers game, just that Rondo three was atrocious. Um, Braun with his turnovers, atrocious. He's just passive. 
and that ain't gonna cut it. We can't be we can't be doing that shit. I thought we would clean it up. They didn't clean it up. So whatever. Got three point loss. Very winnable game. At the end of that game, Braun should have took that shot. I'd rather anybody take that three, but who took it? Um, but that's in the past now. We move forward, and I want to get into this Giannis game, um, this Bucks game. So this Bucks game, I'm going to start off by tipping my hat to the Milwaukee Bucks because they are a force to be reckoned with. Um, I believe they are the real deal. I did not watch many of their games, and uh, what I did see was in the playoffs last year. Haven't watched much this year. My first time really seeing them play was against us tonight, and I'm like, holy shit, this team, I don't know if this team is having a great night or is this something that the league is going to have to face all the time. But what I do know is they were red hot, and Giannis hit five threes. I don't believe Giannis is going to continue to shoot like that. Um I don't think they're going to be red hot like that. Uh, When you think about it, it took Giannis to, you know, kill us with five threes and the bench to go off and George Hill to hit 21 points for them to get a seven-point win over us. And that's not a knock to them. That's not a knock to them. I'm just saying I like that the Lakers gave themselves a chance. Um, They just couldn't close it out. That, That was it. They just didn't get the job done. Plain and simple. That's there's nothing else to say. That you didn't get the job done, you went home with the loss. Um, I know they have this thing where they don't want to lose back to back games. This is the first time that they have. That is a realistic goal, but they just got to work harder at it. Um, you know, if long road trips is a part of the NBA season. Um, this is a marquee game, and I expected so much more out of them. And what we got wasn't that. This is the second marquee game that they did not show up for. And I I got some concerns with that. I feel like those should be the games that you show up and show out. You know, really, then if you want to be technical, the Toronto Raptors also, they didn't show up and show out for. The Toronto Raptors whooped the ass. You know, so the Clippers, the Toronto Raptors, and now the Bucks. And we got to get up for these games, man. You, you don't. You gotta, like I said before, you respect every team, but certain teams you fucking have to get up, and these are the teams that you have to get up for, especially the Bucks and the Clippers because you could potentially meet them in the finals, and that's not what we did. Um, we laid an egg, a big fat egg, and uh, hats off to the Bucks because they did what they had to do. They protect the home court. They role players played their part. Giannis did his part. They, they played defense. They made it tough on us. You know, they beat us inside out, you know, and, and that's what you're supposed to do. And we can't hate on that shit. We can't hate on that. I won't hate on that. We just got to gracefully take our L and move on to the next game and hope that we play them again um, with a better game plan, um, with a better outcome, the outcome being a win for us. Uh, that's all we can hope for, man. I want to get in on LeBron's game. Bron, Bron game, he's been passive these past couple of games. Uh, I know, like I said before, the Pacer game, we didn't have AD, so we missed his scoring. Uh, we gave ourselves a chance in that. He didn't get to close it out. He didn't even get the last shot. In this game, he didn't do much. And I don't mean that as if, 
as in he didn't do much, as in he did nothing. But what I'm saying is he didn't play as himself. I don't think he showed up for this game. Um, I don't remember what his stats were, but I know he had turnovers. I know he had some turnovers, y'all, and his turnovers seemed to be at the worst time. Unforced, just dribbling the shit off his own feet type shit. And I just want him to be more aggressive. I don't like all that passive-aggressive shit, especially when we're going up against a team that's high-octane on the offensive side like the Bucks, We got to match that ass, man. And we wasn't. Um, so, Brian had 21, 12, and 11, triple-double, fine. But that triple-double don't matter if we're not winning. And Bron himself would tell you that. He don't care about the stats if you didn't win the game. He's a true baller. Bron is a true baller. I'm t- I can tell you right now, he don't even fuck about that triple-double because we caught the loss. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, people going to look at that and say, he did not have a bad game. He had a triple-double. By his standards, by the way that we're used to him playing, it wasn't the greatest game, even though he had – a triple double. He shot 42%, um, 8 for 19. He did shoot 2 for 2 from 3 point. I mean, not 3 point. From the free throw, he shot 3 for 7 from the 3 point line. He had 5 fouls, so he was in foul trouble. Um, it just wasn't his game. Like, it wasn't the game that we're used to him playing. Wasn't accustomed to his style of play. Um, they took him out of his game rhythm. He I don't know if they took him out or he just was out of rhythm or just tired. He looked tired. He was ready to go. Um, so, it just it just wasn't a game that we used to seeing him play. Uh, he could have been better, man. He could have definitely been better. He could have been more impactful. That triple-double could have been more impactful to me. Um, he just he just got to show up. He just got to show up. And I hate when we have these marquee games and these players that's claiming – they're next in line or claiming that they're better. And I don't want to say – let me rephrase that. Not the players, the media is saying and everybody's saying all this around him. And he even himself has this Wash King uh, hashtag going. It's basically, you know, trying to prove everybody – prove to everybody that he still got it. But then when you go against players like Giannis and uh, Paul – not Paul – ooh, hell no, not Paul George. Kawhi. You lay an egg. No, bro. I think he had like four points or two points in the fourth quarter in this game too and a, few, a couple turnovers. That ain't it, bro. That's not – no, bro. No, that's not it. We don't need that passive shit. Then what pissed me off too is that he should have been absolutely destroying Wesley Matthews. I mean, somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Wesley Matthews appears to be a decent – defender, 3 and D kind of guy. He's by no means a lockdown defender. I've never known him to be a lockdown defender. So, you know, Bron should have been working to me. But he let him off the hook too easily. I understand with him being the, the de facto point guard, he has to make sure his guys get off. But when your guys don't got it, you got to take over. You know, you got to take that shit over and make sure we get this win in a nationally televised game. Like, you don't want no goddamn Milwaukee Bucks to embarrass you in front of the world type shit. You know, we was down 19 at the half. We battled back on AD's back. Um, so, Brian's got to show up. He should have been working the hell out of Wesley Matthews, and he didn't. He should have been seeking out mismatches. He didn't. 
And we are going to get into that seeking out mismatches and switches briefly in a second here because that's another concern of mine. And that's another thing that I hate that the Lakers do. Like, I hate how easily they switch. So, we're going to get into that in a sec. First, let me finish my point about, uh, finish my thing with, uh, with Braun. He, like I said, he just, I don't know. Hopefully, when we get back to Staples, he will get some time with the family, kind of rest, re retool, and then come back better um, in the home game against Denver. Um, so, moving along, the bench. This is something that's been talked about all day long. When you listen to ESPN, and you're listening to your first take and all your sports shows and Undisputed, that four points from the bench is the highlight of the game, the highlight of the night. Um, terrible. Just terrible, man. We can't we can't beat no team with our bench scoring four points. Like, absolutely not. That ain't going to get it. That ain't it, fam. We can't do that. George Hill scored 21 points by himself, outscoring the bench. First off, George Hill only averages 10 points a game, and we let his ass double up. No, Lakers, you don't let him double up. Here we go again. George Hill is not a Randy Dandy, but he's a Randy Dandy. That don't make sense, but y'all get it. Y'all catch my drift. He's not a player that you to let to let get off like that. You know what I'm saying? That's not cool. You let him double up and shit. No. 21 points off the bench. Our bench had four points. I believe it was like two points from Rondo, and I want to say two points from Dwight. Caruso didn't have it. Um, nobody did. And I think that we was hungry for a scoring punch. And uh, what Frank should have done is instead of putting Rondo in, put Quinn Cook or let Troy Daniels take a few more shots. Because now, with Rondo on the floor, now, now I'm going to get into the bench and Rondo-LeBron combo and how that does, to me, it just doesn't work. So, um, with Rondo on the floor with Bron, the Bucks pack the paint. You shoot the ball out to Rondo. Rondo is not the most confident shooter, and he's not the greatest shooter. He's not a good shooter. He's not a steady shooter. He really takes it sometimes because he has to. And even then, in this game, even when he had to, he didn't take it, and he kept turning the ball over. Dribble, 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 dribble. It just wasn't going nowhere. It's shot clock violation and turn the fucking ball over. And Bron needs um, floor spacers. He had when he drives the ball and he's ready to kick it. I don't want Rondo in the corner taking that fucking shot. No, Rondo and LeBron game is so similar. And when I say similar, um, I don't mean physically in their whole game as a whole. They have similar attributes. So. Their vision, they both have, you know, keen eye for the floor. They both have great vision. Um, so, you can't have Rondo out there who can't shoot and Braun the driver because then he has nobody to pass the ball to. Rondo's uh, offensive liability, shit, he a defensive liability too. He had a few hot games. Um, but with this game, Rondo was so accustomed to being able to drive the ball Drive the ball and go for his little layup, but the Bucks was packing the paint, which forced him to shoot. 
and he wasn't shooting. And like I said, he was dribbling the ball, and it almost seemed like he kind of didn't have a plan. He kind of didn't have – like he was dribbling the ball nowhere. It was one play where he literally ran the baseline. Dribble, 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 ran the baseline, ran to a couple of bucks. The damn clock was like four, three, two, one. Shot clock violation, got pissed off, slammed the ball. What are you mad for, bro? If your ass going to shoot the ball or move the ball, stop dribbling the ball with no fucking uh, plan to execute anything. You're just dribbling the shit just to dribble it. No, bro. That's what I'm saying. And him and Brown do not need to be on the floor together. Like, they need to be either or. There can't be and. It cannot be LeBron and Rondo. It needs to be LeBron or Rondo. Rondo needs to back up LeBron. LeBron needs floor spacers. So instead of Rondo, it could have been Quinn Cook. It could have been Troy Daniels when he passed the ball out, shoot, uh, passed to one of them, and you can live with whether they miss or make it. You know what I'm saying? Rondo, we know that he's he's been hot from three. That's not his game, really. We knew that he was going to come down from that. It's not He's not like a 40%, 50% three-point shooter, obviously. We know that. So... In a game like this where you have an elite team with elite defense, you cannot have him shooting those shots, and you cannot have him in that corner, and you cannot have him out there with Braun because there's no spacing. They're packing the paint, and there's nowhere to go with the ball. There's nowhere to go with the ball, and hence this is resulting in five fucking turnovers that Rondo had in 18 minutes, I believe. So Rondo or LeBron James. When LeBron's not out there, Rondo has the best um, vision behind Braun of the floor. So you have two players that's great pass with the best vision coming out, you know, one and two, de facto, and his, his backup. Come on, Frank. I know Frank no, but I feel like these, these coaches have these infatuations with, with Rondo, and I don't know why. You know, he's not Boston Celtics Rondo. He's never been a shooter um, so I don't know what the infatuation is. It's clear as day to us at home. I don't know what the hell these coaches be watching. And that's something that you know I think that we got to clean up. I know maybe Quinn Cook is too small on the defensive side, but I'm saying somebody got to guard him too. Shit, you got to start hiding him. Sometimes Steph Curry's in the game, and he was too small to, to guard people. Steph Curry's not the best uh, three. Uh, he's not the best defender. So, you know, try to hide his ass, you know. With that being said, you got to get his – you need some more offense off the bench. And to put Rondo in instead of QC or Troy Daniels, I'm like, damn, we need that punch. We got four points out of the bench. Come on, you know. So, uh, the bench got to do better, man. I mean, what do y'all think, Laker Nation? Do we go for another guard like um, Jamal Crawford? A, play, a player that can get their own shot off, a, a, a walking bucket, pretty much. I know I've seen people that's on the bandwagon of trading Rondo. Um, I don't think we have to trade him or necessarily even need to trade him. We just can't play him with Braun. We just have to keep that one and two type of thing. And I know they do that to take some of the pressure off of Braun um, for playmaking, but shit, if he's the point guard, that's, that's his job of the team, man. That's his job of the team, and that's just what we have to do. But like I said, you got to put the team in the best position to win, 
And with them two on the floor together, sometimes it works against these uh, sub-500 teams, but against elite defense, it's not going to work. You and I, we all know that's not going to work. So hopefully um, they go ahead and clean that up. They got to clean that shit up. I got a lot of notes here for y'all, man. It's probably going to be a long show. I, like I said, I got a lot of shit off my, I need to get off my chest. And I got to talk to my people. I got to talk to my Laker Nation because y'all already know what the fuck it is. Y'all feel me? Y'all feel me? So let's keep it going. Let's keep it moving, man. Um, The turnovers killed us. The switching. Yes. That's the next topic I'm going to get on is this fucking switching. We switching too much. We switching too easily. That's what Giannis got off on, y'all. That's what he got off on when he was seeking, hunting out mismatches, right? He's There's no reason why Alex Caruso should be guarding him. None of our guards should be guarding Giannis, and he just was hunting the shit out of mismatches. And we do not do that. We have to do that more often. A lot, a lot of people, not a lot of people can guard LeBron. Um, if I feel like if LeBron would start hunting those switches a little more, a little faster, We'll have some of those same uh, mismatches also, man. Um, but Giannis, it was too many times where our guards were, were uh, guarding him. And what would happen? He'd drive it to the hoop. He'd get a shot. Or he's going he's gonna to kick it out because then we double-team him. And then we have a wide-open three-point shooter that we're not covering. So now they have a three-point shot. And there were lights out. Um. Anytime we left somebody open, nine times out of ten, they made us pay. They definitely made us pay. We could not stop that team last night. Um, it was something to see. Like I said, they were scorching red hot. It didn't matter what we did. We started making a run. They answered the run. Um, but we just got to get better. We got to get better. We got to stop those damn switching. Man, we got to work harder on those switches. Don't switch so easy. AD. And whatever point guard at that time or whatever guard at that time would just continue to switch every time they went for it. Just continue to fucking switch. And that shit was so annoying because that's how he got off. That's how he, that's how he, he I'm talking about Giannis. That's how he got hot. That's how he started getting his confidence up because it wasn't like that in the beginning of the game when AD was on him. When AD was on him, he wasn't, his confidence wasn't high. He didn't have that swagger. He was trying to figure out. Okay, how am I going to score against this guy? Because AD is the defensive player of the year, man. He Now, AD can guard probably one through five, damn near. But not everybody on the team could do that. So we definitely got to stop that switching, man. That shit be killing us. It kills our game so much. And, again, we need to actually start using that. We need to start seeking people out, seeking out the smaller guards to put Brown on. Brown is 6'8". Not many people could fucking guard him. At the end of the day, their point card was Dante DiVincenzo. I don't know if I said his damn name right, but Bron, you should have seeked his ass out. He can't guard you. Get that switch off um, Wesley Matthews and go at him. Go at him. Go in the paint, man. Drive that damn ball. I understand he got a real free throw issue. Bro, dude, he got a real free throw issue that he got to fix. But, shit, you got to get your confidence up. Get your ass up there and knock it down. You know, you got to because there's no reason why we shouldn't be seeking out those um, those mismatches. Um, and Avery Bradley should have been out there more too to play their guards because George Hill 
should have never got 21 points. When Avery Bradley was on George Hill, he cooled his little ass off. He should every time George Hill came in, Avery Bradley should have came in. I know he's still working his way back from the uh, injury, so I ain't going to go too hard on that. But we got to get Avery some more time, especially to help boost our perimeter defense because it's lacking right now. We we really we really lacking that shit right now. 21 points by George Hill. Nope, doubled up his whole shit. That is not cool, man. We just got to get back into the lab, y'all. We got to get back into the lab. Um, Anthony Davis did his part. He did his part coming off of a bum ankle. Uh, what did he score? I felt him and, to me, hey, y'all, to, to me, him and Giannis counted each other out. I think that everybody's so focused on Giannis's game that he had. Yeah, he had a great game. He did have a great game, the 5-3, blah, blah, whatever. Canceled, they canceled each other out. He had 34, AD had 36. They, they canceled each other out. The difference was the bench. That was the fucking difference. The, the 34 points or however much the uh, Milwaukee Bucks um, bench scored versus the four of ours. Yeah, I think we lost by seven. Now, even if Caruso or somebody would have came off the bench and gave us 15, we could have won the game. We gave ourselves a chance to come back and win this game, and we just couldn't close it out. Same thing with the Pacers game. Like We're not closing these games out well. We got to. We got to, man. We got to. Danny Green gave us a punch, 21 points. I knew if he kept shooting, his shot would eventually fall. Shooters shoot. That's what they do. And, you know, he kept shooting last night. He was lights out. Uh, the fuck, can almost, couldn't miss. Where did he go? He went, uh, he went 7 for 12 from the 3. That's 58%. He was balling. He kept us afloat. You know, he really did. Um, that was, that was like I said, AD and, and Giannis canceled each other out. KCP gave us 18. You know, if we would have got something for Bradley, at least, if Bradley would have gave us 10 points, could have won a game. 10 points from Bradley, maybe Bradley, five points from Caruso, you know, you know, uh, Howard, if Howard would have gave us eight points and, uh, Troy Daniels gave us some, something, we would have been good, but I can't say anything about Troy Daniels. He only played three minutes. And that's why I said we need a scoring punch. Same thing with Jared Dudley. He only played three minutes. I feel like when you put a player in, and I think sometimes you can recognize when they have it and don't have it. And I think sometimes that's where coaches go wrong is because you, you should be automatically be able to see, damn, this player has it tonight. They don't have it. And when they don't have it, be able to sit them down. All right, shit. Tonight ain't your night. Come on, uh, somebody else. Let me see what you can do. Because four points, like I said, it just ain't going to get it. Um, that, and that was the difference in the game. The, the the perimeter defense, the wide open threes, and just the fucking turnovers. The Bucks had 14 steals. That's crazy. It's not taking care of the ball. It's careless basketball. Um, like I said, uh, AD showed up, showed out. Waiting, he I think he weighed on LeBron. LeBron didn't hold up his end of the bargain. Um, we're not going to always get that. We're going to have a few games where I think he, he and LeBron both can go off for 30, 40 each. Um, but I don't know. They got to start doing this shit against these marquee teams. They want to do it against uh, – they doing that shit against uh, these sub-500 teams. And I'm just like, damn, come on. We need to start, 
you know, start doing this against these nationally televised teams. I mean, games. Because both of these games were winnable. We just got to, like I said before, close them out, man. We have to close these games out. Um, I think, I want to say I think I got everything off my chest. I may have. I may have gotten everything off my chest. Uh, or the main things, at least. At least the main things. But we got our next game up against the Denver Nuggets. We already got a win versus them in Denver. Um, we, we're back home. I think that game is on Sunday. Uh, I'm hoping this is a bounce-back game for the whole team, not just AD. Um, the whole team need a bounce-back game. And, that's you know, we got to keep our confidence up. This is just one of many games that we're playing and going to continue to play. The marathon continues. Um, we can't get too high. We can't get too low. We just got to keep on trucking on. The Denver Nuggets is another tough team that can shoot lights out. We're going to definitely need to guard that three-point line. I need Avery to come in and uh, dog Jamal Murray ass. I do not like him. He get on my damn nerve. Uh, so we got to lock him up. AD, go ahead and lock up Jokic. I need Braun to go ahead and uh, take care of Paul Millsap. And we need to try to go ahead and get this win. Hopefully we get Kuz back. I can't wait till we get Kuz back. That's going to help with uh, some scoring off of it for us. Uh, we lost that Bucks game again by seven. Kuz averaging 11 points. His 11 points would have got us the win. Um, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Uh, we don't know. So, I, it's going to be good to get Kuz back. I'm hoping when he comes back um, against the Denver game, the, the Denver Nuggets, and come back to be himself. He hasn't been himself. I think he still is kind of injured a little bit because he hasn't really been playing like the Kuz, we know. You know, he hasn't been letting it fly with all that confidence that I love. Man, that's the issue. That's one of the issues I see with some of the Laker players also. Um, like Jared Dudley, he just he just don't let it fly with confidence. Like they passing the ball, he do that little trash ass pump fake, double clutch or whatever, and it never ends well. It never ends well. He always end up turning the ball over or some silly shit. You gotta let it fly with confidence confidence and your shot will drop at the end of the day and even if it's not dropping just believe the next one is going to go in it's always believing yourself because um, every time a player hesitates or they're too confident nine to they're not confident not too confident they're not confident nine times out of ten that shot will not go in um, we got the uh, flippers next after the Denver Nuggets so we got to show up to that game Braun I need him to show the fuck up show the fuck out same thing with AD. Um, we got to show up and show out. We do. We do. We got to show them, you know, we ain't got, they already know what it is. But uh, we got to remind them, y'all. We just got to remind them a little bit. People forgetting. <laughs> they forgetting who 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 run LA or they trying to act like they forgot. But, uh, yeah, I'll get another podcast for y'all um, after the Clipper game. It might be me. I might have a guest or two, or maybe not. You have to tune in and see, man. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at R-A-E underscore G33. Again, that's R-A-E underscore G33. Um, I love to react and definitely comment back with my fellow Laker fans, man, But and uh, support y'all, whatever y'all doing. 
And I need y'all to support me. Uh, make sure y'all go ahead and rate, review, and subscribe to the show. It's greatly appreciated. And um, that's going to do it for this episode of the Laker Run Podcast. I'm your host, Ray G. Have a good night and a great weekend.